1: in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show, News Talk 830 WCCO. Around 180 NFL players injure a hamstring each season. This results in an average of 13 missed days of play depending on the severity of which can be extremely detrimental to a team. Well, right now, Minnesota Viking fans are down in the dumps. They're dealing with a hamstring injury to their best player in the best wide out and wide receiver in the National Football League by the name of Justin Jefferson. And joining us now uh, to talk about hamstrings and hamstring injuries is Dr. Ryan Fader, orthopedic expert with the line of health. Uh, And thank you so much, Dr. Fader, for uh, being on the show tonight.
0: Hey Henry, thanks for having me. It's good to be back. Although I was last time I was on this show was about five six years ago, discussing uh, Teddy Bridgewater's knee injury, and I hate to be back because this means another Vikings injury.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so so b- full transparency before we get started, you have not treated Justin Jefferson. I just want to lay that out there for the listening audience because I don't want people to think, oh, well, he's got the inside scoop on specifically Justin Jefferson's body, but you're well-versed in knowing about hamstrings and hamstring injuries. So let's start with the, very simplistically, can you explain how hamstring injuries occur?
0: Yeah, it's a good question. So the hamstring is actually a group of three muscles that run, you know, through the back of the leg or the thigh. They start up by the butt bone and they run all the way to the back of the knee. And it's a, you know, it's a very common injury in athletes that are involved in dynamic sports or explosive, explosive sports like football and soccer, where there's a lot of, You know sprinting taking off cutting pivoting stopping real quick and so what can happen is you can injure that that muscle group at a you know in a variety of locations it can occur up in the tendon which are a little bit more serious injuries you know sometimes this occurs a little bit lower kind of in the middle of the thigh and those are typically more of a muscular injury um but you know real broad spectrum of injuries that can occur
1: so let me ask you this um when we when we talk about hamstring injuries are, are there things that lead up to a hamstring injury sometimes that we can kind of feel one coming on? The reason why I ask that is because you'll hear from time to time, you'll hear people, hear people say things like, well, I've got my hamstrings kind of tight. Does that mean that a hamstring injury is, is on the verge of something that's going to be a result of maybe how you're maybe operating in, in, in your life or, or some of the things that maybe you're doing in terms of training or at the gym?
0: Well, it's really hard to identify, you know, who may or may not um, sustain one of these injuries. I do think that there are certain activities that put you at risk, some of which I, you know, mentioned others, good like water skiing. And, you know, these injuries can occur in young, young athletes that are still growing and skeletally mature. But, you know, to your question about built, being built tight, I think every athlete and every person in general is just built different. And, you know, there's speculation, could this be due to muscular imbalance or could this be due to... You know, too many minutes, too many miles. That, that kind of that kind of uh, theory as well. But it, we really don't have a, a strong you know inkling clinically of who is going to sustain one. Probably the biggest indicator would, would be a previous injury.
1: Yeah, we're talking to Dr. Ryan Fader, orthopedic expert with the Line of Health here on the Lake News Talk A three O O. All right, so a lot of times, and this is one thing that we all love. If you're playing fantasy football, if you're now we're in the the, the age of wagering on sports, right? You're looking at who is was injured and we're seeing who's probable, who's questionable, who's doubtful, who's going to be out. When you look at um, injuries like a high ankle sprain, you know, you'll see these timelines about whether someone's going to be out four weeks to six weeks or whatever. W- what What is the, the treatment and recovery like specifically for a hamstring injury?
0: So they can be, you know, they can be very nuanced. And to your point about, you know, wage on these players, I, anytime I see a hamstring injury on – In my fantasy football league it makes me a little bit weary because there's just such a broad spectrum of injury that can occur a lot of these high ankle sprains and some of these other injuries are a little bit more predictable in their timelines but hamstrings you know can range anything from an immediate need for surgery um if the tendon tears off of the butt bone or um you know it can be kind of a lingering thing that lasts just a couple of weeks that an athlete's able to kind of play through and work through and continue to get stronger and sometimes these can be really long last lingering injuries and so Getting an athlete back is it's, it's very tricky, and I think that, you know, it starts with a, a very good exam. I know they've got a great team of doctors with the Vikings that can, you know, assess that athlete and kind of figure out how severe this injury is. We use advanced imaging, you know, MRIs to kind of look at how severe the damage is and the location of the injury and then really formulate a plan um, as a team approach with, you know, trainers, strength coaches, nutritionists, coaching, you know, the doctors and uh, come up with a good game plan. So it just really involves mobilizing these patients you know, as early as you can in a non-painful way, keeping the muscles going, really cutting down the inflammation and just promoting healing in that muscle and eventually trying to build them back up and just balancing that with the re injury.
1: Dr. Fader, you know, when we opened up the segment, I said that according to some of the information that we have, uh, typically an average of 13 missed days of play. Um, what has been the longest that you've seen somebody out due to having a hamstring injury that you've personally dealt with?
0: Yeah, I mean, some of our professional soccer players, they, you can see these ling- these lingering injuries where they'll sit out for four to six weeks, and we, you know, sometimes can return too early or can, you know, sustain a kind of a freak injury that can lead to a re-injury. Um, I've seen these injuries, you know, linger throughout guys' careers. To be honest with you, in some scenarios, not not indicating that that's the scenario here with Justin Jefferson, but it just uh, it's it's really hard to predict, and you know, sometimes they're just a short-lived little low-grade strain, and sometimes they're more of a significant tear that can that can lead to lasting injury.
1: All right, so let me ask you this, Ryan. You know, a lot of times with certain um, injuries that people sustain, um, they're able to still play through an injury, right? Just just depending on the the injury itself, the pain threshold that an athlete has, the pain tolerance, and all that other stuff. Can can can, can a person that has maybe not a light hamstring? Can you? I guess my question is, can you play through? levels of hamstring injuries
0: absolutely and i think that that would be very normal and very common you see a lot of hamstring injuries around the nfl and and other professional sports leagues and um, you know it's never my my belief that when an athlete returns that they're going to be 100 percent on the day of return i think that this is kind of a it's a progression and, and that going back to that balance of pushing the athlete to let them get back and play in a way that they can with low risk and uh but you know um, not putting them too much at risk where you're going to re-aggravate things. And so, yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of these players in the NFL tough guys, and, and their job is to heal. Their job is to, to be out there on the field. And so they, they just dedicate themselves to this, and I think they have much quicker uh, recoveries than a lot of the, kind of the standard weekend warrior athletes.
1: Well, I, final question for you, because there's so many different things that guys do to treat their bodies right? like are there any new things that have maybe popped up in the last five or six or seven or eight years that that, a, that an athlete can try to do? to help themselves with a hamstring injury. There's been certain things that people have offered me up to, um, to do. And I haven't necessarily done it quite yet. Like the cryotherapy and certain different things that way. Uh, Is there one specific thing that you say, you know what, this is something that I've seen people do and it's, it's kind of helped them in the healing process.
0: Yeah, that's a great question. And I think that this is really a 360 degree recovery that you're really hitting it from all directions. So it's, you know, it's optimizing nutrition. It's, it's doing, you know, daily therapy and very expensive therapy. And they have, you know, there, there are some things that are evidence-based and very tried and true, but what you're really starting to see is a lot of these teams have somewhat of an unlimited budget and access to some of these things, these modalities, like you're discussing cryotherapy stem cells, and PRP is another one that you hear of. It's kind of using the patient's own blood and kind of those healing factors to, uh, to promote healing. And so, yeah, I mean, certainly I think the NFL athlete does have access to a lot of different tools that, that may not as a recreational athlete. I don't have one that I, I, I can necessarily point to and and uh, and say that's kind of the magic or the silver bullet, but I think that really what's really important about it is that it's just a 360-degree treatment, and, and gonna be, you know, they've got an elite team of trainers and, and specialists and physical therapists and other people that are going to be helping him return, and I guarantee he's going to be doing it sun up to sun down here for the next four to six weeks.
1: Hey, Dr. Ryan Fader, orthopedic expert, Alina Health, thank you so much for joining us here tonight on The Lake Show. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Henry. All right, take care. Dr. Ryan Fader joining us here talking about hamstring injuries. Justin Jefferson, get well soon. Coming up next, stiffer penalties for those who don't comply with gun safety laws. I'm all for it. I'll tell you why next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.